everybody. I'm Monica from Learning with Monica, and I'm very, very excited to have my first guest on the podcast. It is my favorite clip art artist, Nikki from Mountainheads. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I am so good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm so glad to finally meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. Um, so I was just telling Nikki before we got started, I have bought 93 things from her store. Um, I love her clip art. It is beautiful and it sells my products. Um, I also bought a personalized melon head a few years ago and it was just, it's just beautiful. So I love your work. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about you. Tell us a little bit about you and your family. Okay. Um, my husband and I have been married almost 20 years. Uh, we have three kids. Morgan is 28, Drew is 17, and Mallory is 16. And then I have um, grandbabies, and they're my very favorite people in the whole world, and the rest of my family knows it. Um, <laughs> Nixon is eight, and Landon is seven, Dominic is five, and Oki is two. What's it like being a grandparent? Oh, it's the best thing ever. They're <laughs> heart it's like my heart grew legs and just started walking around I just oh that's beautiful they're the best I love them so much oh that's awesome they're lucky to have you oh well some days <laughs> <laughs> hey we're all human right yeah all right um have you always been an artist or have you ever done anything else um so I used to work in food services where I started I worked in like nursing homes and um, group homes and things like that. Wow. And then I went on to be a direct care worker for um, adult mentally and physically handicapped adults. And I did that for oh, 10 years, maybe. That's a hard job. Yeah, it, it was rough. Um, and then um, I had a friend that helped me start making clip art. And so I was able to quit that job and just do my clip art full time. Awesome. Um, were you born with that gift? Cause I think it's a gift to be able to draw because I can't draw a stick figure. Were you born with that? Or did you have to like learn how to do that? Um, I've always been artistic. My dad, um, was a mechanic and he also did a lot of woodworking and my mother was a seamstress. Um, she was very talented. She did a lot of quilts. She sold my clothes when I was little. Um, and so I've always grown up with people making things. And, you know, I think as a child, when you want to give someone a gift, you don't have your own money. And so you draw or you give, you know, a card or whatever. And so that's kind of where it started. Um, but yeah, so it's always been something that I've just done. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you're definitely talented. Thank um, you. what do you think is the best part of your job? Um, so the very best part is that I get to be home with my family and I can work around them because my family always comes first. I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really blessed to be able to be home with them. Um, my husband right now has cancer and so I'm grateful to be able to be home to, to go to his, his, all of his appointments and, and help take care of him. Um, and then the second part of my job that is the best is that I get to meet people. And I have 
developed friendships with people all over the world. And I'm so grateful. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Yeah, um, it is. I was telling somebody my son plays video games and I won't let him be friends with people that I don't know personally, um, which is different. He's, you know, he's a child, but he's um, done some out school classes, which is like online school. You can pick and choose your classes. So he does video game classes. Well, he gets to meet people through there and he's developed friendships with them. And I, I said, well, you know what? I mean, a lot of my friends I've met online or haven't met in person, and they're some of my closest friends. So it's really neat to be able to make those friendships all over the world, like you said. Awesome. Um, Okay, so what's the hardest part of your job? The hardest part of my job is probably me, Um, because I'm constantly worried about whether I'm I'm putting out enough product, if I'm doing a good enough job, you know, if people are happy with what I'm doing, um, then I worry whether I'm neglecting my family or my friends, you know. Um, So I think I get in my own way a lot. I can totally relate, especially right now while you're trying to take care of your husband. Um, That's a lot to go through and you want to be there for him, but you also need a mental break to take care of yourself. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot. Drawing is a lot like my therapy. So I appreciate the moments that I have that I can sit and just pick up a pen. That's really good therapy. It's a healthy way to, to get away for just a minute. Yeah. And it's like, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and they say almost everyone has imposter syndrome. Like they don't think they're good enough or they worry what everybody thinks. And it's hard to have confidence when you put your heart out there into your business, which yeah. you do, but you're very, very good. Thank you. Um, what's something that you wish people knew about what you do? Uh, it's funny that you said um, that I'm putting my heart out there because I do feel like every piece of clip art or every piece of artwork that I put out does have a part of me in it. Um, most of my stuff, if you notice down at the bottom, there's a heart with my initials. Yes. Yeah. That's why it's because it's like a piece of my heart on each one. That is awesome. I never knew what that was. I noticed it on every single piece. I love that because that really is a piece of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. What a cool and fact. It looks just like a scribble, but that's if you look close enough and then it will have the year too. So that I can tell what year that they were drawn and it's nice to see the progress that I've made from when I started to you know the recent stuff that's awesome awesome we'll have to look for that now that we know that's there um it's hard to brag on yourself but tell me something that you're really proud of one of your biggest achievements something that you're proud of yourself for um so I've been able to illustrate some books which is something I never it never crossed my mind that I would be able to do anything like that. I didn't ever think that anything I did would be good enough to be considered for a, a book illustration. That's so, amazing. Yeah, that I'm, I'm super grateful for that one. Um, I was also able to be a presenter at one of the first TPT um, conferences, which is huge because I'm super awkward and it was a lot of stress, but it was really fun to be able to do that. Um, and, and the other thing would be that in the morning I could sit down and I could draw something 
and that afternoon there's a teacher in Australia that has it in her classroom you know or I, I mean I've sold to Belgium I've sold to China I've sold you know everywhere so it's really neat to think that part of me is in all of those classrooms it means a that, lot to me that's amazing that's awesome and what I've noticed is when I've seen pictures of classrooms you can automatically tell that your clip art is there it just it it's it stands out it's beautiful and I can say oh that's a melon heads classroom that's a melon heads classroom it's really really cool yeah it is I'm really good <laughs> um so I've been staying at home and I'm trying to figure out when I work best when do you work best is it mornings evenings whenever you can fit it in um, most of the time I, I just work around my family, but my best is at night because they're all asleep. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is the easiest time because then you don't have anybody knocking on the door or asking for help or needing you. So I, that's exactly when I work best. Yeah. Um, so how do you get your inspiration for the new sets that you put out? Uh, sometimes it'll be something that's going on with my life. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff in my shop that if you knew what was going on in my life, you'd be like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then I do try to fill in some requests when I have time. Um, when you purchase something from me, there will be a, a file in there that says that this was made by request. You know, so it's, I think it's fun to go through and see, oh, okay, someone requested that. That's why sometimes they um they don't make a lot of sense to people but it's something that someone needed so I just put it out that's awesome I didn't know that I'm getting ahead of myself those who are listening I didn't um I gave Nikki some of these questions ahead of time but I did not ask her where the name Melonheads came from oh okay so when I started my business I my parents had just recently passed away oh I'm so they, sorry yeah they both had cancer and they passed seven months apart to the day. Oh, Nikki, how awful. Yeah. So when I started it, I wanted something that incorporated my parents. So my dad, when I was little, was always going to thump my melon. He was always going to flick me on top of the head when I did something stupid. And right. so that's where the melon heads came from. That's oh, so that, that is a beautiful tribute to them. Thank you. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'm glad to know that. All right. Um, so tell us about the personalized melon heads that you offer. Okay. So um, what the process is that you just send me a picture of yourself and um, the specifics, like what kind of outfit you want to wear. And if you want to be holding like a book or you want your puppy by your feet or something like that. And then I just draw them. Um, I've developed, I think, a pretty good eye to make the drawing look like the person. Um, they have a lot of personality and, and um, it's something that I really enjoy doing. Awesome. And then I've, I've been able to figure out different packaging so you can get like one illustration or you can get 20 illustrations doing, you know, different poses or, or whatever, but they're really fun to do. Uh, well, you're really good at it. I remember um, I, when I was in the classroom, I always wore a little red dress, a long dress, and I always wore like flip-flops. And then I wore these little stretchy bracelets and you took every bit of that and put it in my picture. And I think she looks just like me. 
Oh, thank you. Um, so I am not a member of your Melonheads Addicts membership, although I should be. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so um, it's a one-time fee. And that gives you access to a website that has a lot of free stuff on it. Um, you get a discount code for my Etsy shop and my um, Melonheads shop. Um, I can't do a discount code for TPT. I wish I could. Right. Yeah. You awesome. get this to a free monthly set. So every month there's a mini set that comes out that you can download. Um, Let's see what else. Um, we have a Facebook group um, that if you want to be added to, I can add you. And then I do some giveaways on there. And it's a fun way for the addicts to communicate with each other. So like if somebody's looking for a certain uh, illustration or you know something that they've seen, then everybody else kind of jumps in and helps find that set. Or I, uh, there's so much stuff that I can't even keep track of it. I love it. So, I'm grateful for all the help that I get from them. But that's a good way to collaborate. Much faster than just searching. Yeah, and they're my family. So they're like my friends and my family. Love uh, that. Yeah, they're the best. I'm really grateful for them. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Um, oh, this is new. Tell us about your minimalist artwork that you do. Okay, so I'm, um, sometimes I get bored of doing the same thing all the time. So I'm constantly searching for something else or a different style to try or um, just something different that I can offer. So the minimalist um, illustrations are, you send me a picture like a family picture and then I draw them. And so they end up looking like watercolors um, and they have no faces, which I think are fantastic, but some people think they're creepy. So it's just a, you know, whether that's something that you like or not. Um, but once they're done, then I email them to you and you can just print them out and stick them in a frame and you're done. That's you awesome. Make it oh yeah, I, they would make an excellent gift. I, I think they're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, so let's switch gears just a little bit. Um, I just started Bible journaling, but I can't draw um, at all. Um, and you have a section on your blog with downloads that we can use, um, which I really appreciate because I can do that. I can print off and trace. Mm -hmm. um, so why do you like to journal in your Bible? So I've always been fascinated with the family Bibles, you know, the ones that are passed down forever and they have everybody's names in, but my family doesn't have anything like that. So when Bible journaling, I, I was just amazed by the artwork that people can put into their, to their books. And so in my mind, when I started them, I thought it would be something that my family could keep forever. So I've made, um, each of my girls have one. And then my next one is to move on so that my grandbabies each will have one. Oh, so, what a treasure. So when I'm gone, it's something that I took the time to make for them that they can look through and they can touch and and still remember how much they were loved oh that is so beautiful what a what a keepsake I hope so <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely I love it um 
any tips for those like me who really don't do a lot of Bible journaling, like just starter tips, like any special materials or styles or how to get started? Um, I don't think that you really have to have anything special. I think the, the main idea for most Bible journaling is just to interact with the book. You know, so if you're reading and you find something that you love, um, you know, just jot down your notes and aside, you can use, uh, I've used all kinds of stuff. I mean, you could use crayons, you could use, you know, anything that you have on hand. And there's a lot of stuff out there that's free that you can download. But even, you know, just to trace, because most of the time the pages are thin enough, you can see through. Um, that's true. But, I didn't think about that. Yeah, but I think mostly it's just interacting with your book. I love it. Just making it personal. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Um, so where can we purchase your artwork? And I will put links in the description to all of your sites. Oh, thank you. Um, so right now I have a shop on Teachers Pay Teachers and I have an Etsy shop. And then I have a melonheadsillustrating.net site. Okay. Um, that one, that one's super special to me because it does have a whole section of stuff that you can only find there. Ooh, good to know. And then um, I also sell like single image things so like if you need um trying to think what I put on there a girl holding a sign and you only want the one image then you can go buy the single image instead of an entire set and those are only sold on that site as well okay good to know I'm gonna write that down all right Miss Nikki is there anything else that you want your customers to know about you um I am really grateful for everyone's support I mean I I'm amazed constantly by the people that have such kind things to say you know um sometimes I'm kind of a mess and and I'm grateful for all of the kindness and and patience that everyone has shown me oh that's awesome it's I don't know it's you know we're behind a screen and yeah. we're working at home and you know, we don't have ads on TV and people don't see us. And so sometimes it's hard to appreciate how hard that person's working behind the screen. You know, they just see the finished product. Um, so I know how I know how many hours you put in and we thank you for it because the world is a more colorful place because of you. I hope so. It thank absolutely you. is. All right. Well, one more question. So my blog is about learning and how we can all learn from each other. Um, so what's an important lesson that you have learned during your lifetime? Um, so one thing that I have learned about myself is that if I start out with something and tell myself that it's too hard or that I can't do it, then I can't. Um, one of the first requests I had was to draw a guinea pig. It took me a week to get the guinea pig <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't think a guinea pig would be that difficult, but it was something that I just thought was too hard and it took me a long time to figure it out. So um, if I don't, I think I overthink too much and make things harder on myself. And so I finally have had to just stop, you know, when I'm, when I need to draw something and I just sit down and draw it because if not, then I sabotage my own self. 
I'm so much like you. I do the exact same thing. Yeah, I do. And my son will, will say, I can't do it because he's heard me say it. So I'm really trying to stop saying I can't. And like you said, just jump into it and do it. And it's not so bad. Yeah, most of the time when you're done, you're like, I can't believe I made such a big deal out of something that wasn't so hard. Almost every time. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And um, I will have this episode up very soon. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I'm really grateful. Oh, thank you. You're, you're making a huge difference in the world. I hope so. You are. Thank you.